0: Guys, what's good? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you, or whatever. <laughs> I felt like saying that today. I'm your host, Isaiah, and uh, today we are going to, we're going to swim a little deep, if y'all down, you know, put your floaties on. Uh, we're going to talk about soulmates, uh, soul ties, um, karmic relationships, all that stuff, because People like to ask me those questions, and I don't know if it's written on my forehead that I even know about this stuff, but um, I figured I'd I'd entertain it a little bit today. Um, I have my thoughts, and um, if you're kind of in this realm of like, you know, look for your soulmate and yada, 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 maybe this will help you, all right? So if you are driving, put on your damn seatbelt. Uh, if you are home, just listen along. This might be a good good conversation. I think, um, yeah, keep an open heart and open mind and, um, we're going to get into it. All right. Stay tuned. Guys, what's going on? How are you? How you doing out there? Um, first of all, we got a new patron, so I just wanted to shout out Tammy Valdez. What's up? Welcome to the Nest. I appreciate your support, your patronage. Um, yeah, it's good to have you here. <laughs> Thank you for the love. I also wanted to shout out my family, my my sister, um, Key, uh, My Curl Speak podcast. You guys should go check her out. Check out her podcast as well as Amber Kinney's uh, The Healt podcast. So these two amazing women are just um, badasses in the business. And I think a lot of you guys, if you haven't listened to them, you would benefit from them um, in terms of their perspective on empowerment, um, women empowerment, but also just like general knowledge I think you could take into – You know, Key has been leaning into the support big time. Like, she'll she'll quote some stuff um, that I didn't didn't even realize that I said. I'm like, oh, cool. I said that. (laughs) Dope. And it's um, what I appreciate about that and her is that, um, you know, you never know how you are affecting others. You never know – the things that you say, how they can impact people, um, around you that you may have never met. Um, just in general, like how your energy carries out into the ethers. And, um, you know, I definitely appreciate her support and her love and, you know, her, her presence and, um, her work also, like, you know, she knows her shit and she speaks with, um, With such, uh, I don't want to say ferocity, there's like an elegance and a gentleness, but also a realness that comes with her speaking on her podcast and the topics that she speaks on. And Amber, the same. Um, you know, those are two podcasts that I typically tune into just because it's like, you know, it's, it's great to have a fresh perspective. Um, just a healthy kind of take on different things, you know. So, um, yeah, shout out to to key shout out to amber shout out to tammy welcome to the squad and uh shout out to the listeners today um how's it going how's it going um i don't know why this became a topic for me recently i think it was because you know why when i'm in when i'm doing like lives um People just randomly pop in. They don't even ask, hey, how are you? How are you doing? They're just like, so my ex broke up with me and um yada yada yada. La, la 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 la, what do you think about that? And I used to be so engaged into answering those things. And now I'm um I sort of through it with like a fine tooth comb because well, one, I offer coaching, right? I could I could do one on one coaching. Usually the lives that I have is like a quick you know, like, chill, kickback, um, Q&A here and there. But it's like, I think there's a level of tact that comes with that. And um I feel like it just kind of disrupts the rhythm sometimes when people just kind of, like, throw that in there. Um, so I'm like, another time and place, right? Like, you just come in and you just fucking you walk into the house and you just drop all your bags at the door you're like all right somebody come bring these up to my bedroom that's how i feel sometimes like it's it's kind of like it's jarring when when people do it and um you know sometimes i understand that it is like you know them seeking help and they are in a a rut so to speak but it's like but still like I'm like, hey, how are you? It kind of works too. And don't just do hey, how are you? and then like lean into it. like I can pick up on that shit. Um <laughs> but that's all to say. I someone asked if I believed in what did they say? I think soul ties. And my response to that was what did I say? It was like a yes and no kind of deal. I was like, yeah, I believe in soul ties, but I think that most people who claim that they're in a soul tie with somebody or um, a twin flame and let me, you know, what, Let me give you the definition of soulmate first before we go any further. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys are listening to this snuggled up or you know intently or just kind of like you know whatever you believe is is. Um, is truly up to you like this is not i'm not here to turn anybody's (laughs) belief system but i do want to lean into the conversation with people who kind of you know exist in this realm of soulmates and everything first off i want to say you don't meet people by accident i firmly believe in that um and i'll tell you why uh but the definition of a soulmate is a person who is perfectly suited to another in temperament, a person who strongly resembles another in attitudes or belief or ideological soulmates. <sighs> and then they have signs of soulmates. One of the the top signs says you just know it. <laughs> it's like, um, no, we can't rely on that anymore. And I think the beauty in not leaning into just that as a as a um factor anymore is because sometimes people that feel familiar to us are people that um, what's the word I'm looking for they activate our trauma or they activate our attachment style and because they feel familiar we're like oh man is this my soulmate or is this my twin flame or da, da, da. like the whole twin flame thing now here's the thing um like i said whatever your belief system is um this is just an impartial conversation and it, it, it doesn't seek to kind of um saturate one stance on just life and relationships in general but i will say this when it comes to you know you see online people reading cards you know psychics and all that stuff um i will say there are a lot of people that are very much in tune with just the ethers. And when I say in tune, they are, I just think of it as like, they're just connected to a higher power. That's how I, I feel. Um, but with everything, just like religion, just like the fitness community, um, think of something else. Uh, where everybody is claiming to be the voice of reason or the expert or the, um, the superior vessel. People will be people, which means that just because somebody has a handle on the text doesn't mean that they have a handle on intention Good intention. And what I mean by that is like when people are, you know, a lot of times you go to a psychic or a reader, a tarot reader or something. And the two things that people usually go for, I'll tell you off the bat, is love and finances. And most people are dealing with some kind of financial Um, situation and they want their finances to improve. Everybody wants their finances to improve, right? And more often than not, people are dealing with some kind of heartbreak or some kind of um, ambiguity in their relationship or ambiguity, ambiguity with a particular person. And so much so that they want the person that they don't have to be the person. And these readers, psychics, they play on that. Not all of them. Like I said, there are some legit ones out there. Um, but oftentimes when you go into these places, they play on those two things. Why? Because those are usually the two most important things to people. Finances and um, a flame. <laughs> uh, and I, it's, it's funny. I never, if you guys notice, I never really talk about like, I guess dating and relationships and all that stuff because I'm just, I'm having deja vu right now. But also I never felt like I was a pro at it. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I have enough experience to talk on this. I don't know if I'm like this relationship expert. And so I would refrain from it, but I realized, I think I know a lot. I think I know more than what I, I put on. Um, Because coaches don't play. (laughs) I will say I've... um, See, I think the reason why I know what I know is because people would come to me with their, um, their stuff. Come to me for advice. And that in itself is like, you don't necessarily have to be in the throw of a situation to gain experience from it. Sometimes the best way you can do things is to not experience it firsthand. You don't need to experience everything firsthand. I don't think you do. Um, I don't need to to be burned to understand that fucking fire is hot. I don't need that. Um, and I think the same thing with relationships sometimes. It's like, yes, it's good to have your own personal experiences so you can speak from, speak from it. And I, you know, obviously I have stuff to speak from. But I was just like... In comparison to how many relationships other people have been in, I'm like, oh man, I don't, I don't think I hold uh, a flame to that, no pun intended. But then I realized, pop, 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 is that <sighs> first off, codependency. Um, there are a lot of people who cannot be alone. So, therefore, they will move from relationship to relationship. Serial dating, right? And every person they meet is the person that they, like, they've been waiting for in their entire lives until that person starts kicking shit around in their life and is like, oh, fuck. Like, nope, that's that wasn't it. That was not it. And this keeps being a perpetual cycle for them. Um, and when it comes down to soulmates, I don't think soulmates just exist in um, romantic partnership. I also think you can find... I You might have multiple soulmates. I've heard that before. Like, you don't just have one. But also, soulmates can be your friends. Um, I feel like I've met... See, I thought certain people were, like, soulmates in terms of, like, friendship. But I think that they were just... um for the lack of a better karmic relationships. Shit that I had to learn. Um, and maybe things they had to learn too, but like, as far as I go, it was like I had to learn something from these people. Um and so I have this thing and I don't know what it is, I don't know what to call it, but um I, I some relationships feel older, right? Not necessarily familiar, but just older, if that makes sense. They feel older than they do familiar. There are certain relationships that feel familiar and not necessarily in a good way. Then there are certain relationships that feel old to me um, in a great way. Like there's a level of peace, confidence, and um, just trust, but also like rapport, like a healthy rapport. And then there are relationships that feel very new to me, like very green. Um, And I, oddly enough, I can tell if... My relationship with certain people, if it's going to last at all, um, I always know, like it, it has a shelf life to it in a weird way. Um, it's not like there, you know, there's a casualty. I just know our relationship isn't going to really last. It's a feeling and it's, it's, it's a very visceral feeling. Um, like the image of them in my head is kind of foggy. And it stays that way. And that's how I know they're kind of phasing out or they're just not really meant to be in my life Um, or we're not meant to be in each other's lives. Um, Some of you may say, well, Isaiah, isn't that like, you know, self-sabotaging or self-fulfilling prophecy? And no, the reason why I say that is because despite me feeling that way, I still try to make the relationship work. I still try. So I go against my better judgment to try to attempt to make the relationship work and it ends up not working anyway. So that just leads me to more frustration. I'm just like, motherfucker, I saw this coming a long time ago. I should have just trusted it. Um, and the talk of... I, I think that people oftentimes try to find their soulmate before they try to take a look at their soul and develop a better relationship with themselves, right? Right. So if you are looking for your soulmate without working on any kind of healing, you are going to constantly meet people that mirror your trauma, the unhealed parts of you that you continuously ignore, and dynamics of um, a relationship that you don't want. It seems enticing, yes, because it, it's kind of like it, it rides on this this uncertainty and this uh, kind of like um, the spark, hate the spark and butterflies. I stopped seeing butterflies as a, a good thing. Instead, I'm just like, oh, shit, is that something else? Are they igniting some kind of trauma? Of mine? Um, and that, that saves you so much time, to be honest with you, because you stop looking at every person that gives you attention as a person with intention when it comes to you, right? You stop looking at every person that gives you attention as a person who has intentions when it comes to you. that's the best thing you can do Um, because it'll eliminate your process. Like, I I don't, the thing about connection is I think that we meet um, people at different points in our lives, right? And you can tell if you're growing or if you're kind of like repeating the same things, if you continuously have the same relationship with different people, right? And you keep, it keeps ending up the same. And you endure. Um, I think that's always a determinant in what you've been working on and what you've been avoiding, etc. Um, how you show up for yourself now. Um, what your boundaries look like. I think that once you start doing that work, you are taking care of your soul. So therefore, you are finding a healthier match. Right? So when it comes to the soulmate, I think you meet people at different times in your life. Um. And those people reflect where you are in life at that moment. You feel me? And sometimes it's like people are so hell bent on meeting their soulmate. See, that was a thing for me. I think I was never, I was never eager to find like love in that sense, where I was just like, "Man, I have to find love. I have to find my person. This just has to happen." That was never a, a, a real desire for me. I think my biggest thing was like, I just want to find people that feel honest I just want to find my tribe Um, that was always my trajectory and um, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like what is my what does my my circle look like you know who who are the people that that um, that exist in my my tribe at this moment like what does that look like what does my campsite look like and what what is it that uh what is it about these people that um that reflects what I'm actually seeking in terms of connections? And I just thought about it, right? And like I said, there are some people you meet and you're you're in rapport with for me, and I know how long they're gonna be in my life for. It's fucking weird, but I know every time, and I don't like it. I'll I'll fight it sometimes, because I'm like shit. No, um, no, no, no. I'm like, nah, that's not it. And then I'll try to like lean into it, and then I think once I start leaning into it, I am now forcing. So right, I'm going against the um, the natural pattern. Um, and again, like I said, soulmates could be in friends, and I wanna. There's this. There's this book. Um, it's a passage. It's really short it talks about like past life regression. Now, for some reason, I, um, I do believe in that to some degree. I, I think that, you know, when we talk about the old souls and stuff like that, people tell me I have an old soul all the time. I used to take that as a compliment. Now I'm just like, nah, I've just been through shit. (laughs) It's Like old soul means that I'm tired and that I've, you know, I've done this dance before, um, or it's a dance that I saw coming in and I don't want to do. And then, um, Many Lives, Many Masters talks on like past lives, uh, past lives. And um, this particular patient, she has all of these experiences when she goes under like a therapist. It's a true story. She uses, um, he, and he uses um, hypnotherapy. And whenever she goes under, she doesn't have any prior mental uh, disorders or personality disorders, whatever. No dissociative identity, no schizophrenia, nothing. She's cool. But she has anxiety about certain things and you know, he's trying to figure it out. And when she goes under, she talks about her past experiences and also to how relationships in her present life were different in another life. Like the therapist, I think, in her present life was like her teacher in a previous life. And I've started looking at my current relationships in that like people that feel feel old to me. I'm like okay. In another life, we had a different bond. And the people that feel new, I'm like, all right, I'm meeting you for the first time. And sometimes that happens with family too. Uh, that's why I think like family is not necessarily who you're simply born into. It's it's kind of who 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 shows up, who chooses to show up and take care of you properly. That to me, that feels like that's when you find your family. That's what your family looks like, and. That's why sometimes I don't know. And like I said, take what you need from this. But this is kind of my thought process. But I think sometimes that's why we feel a disconnect from certain family members, because those are kind of new relationships or those are not really our relationships. Right. We're just born into it. And it's like saying how like our spirit travels and clusters like your tribe. Guys travel in clusters, and even though you get dispersed wherever, like you get dispatched, you always find each other along the way. And there are some people I'll meet, and off the bat, I'm like, they feel, they feel like home, so to speak. There are some people that feel like home to me, um, and not home in familiarity, even though that's a part of it. Like, oh, I feel like I've known you for a while. There are some people that feel like I've known them, but also I was safe with them or I am safe with them. And that's what you want to look for. Don't just look for familiarity in people. Look for the feeling of peace with these people. And the way you can do that is by working on your trauma, working on your 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 if you have abandonment trauma, work on that, because some of the people that feel familiar to you are. Um, they are exhibiting patterns of people that may have been hot and cold with you in the past, and this just feels familiar, so you're falling in line with their behavior versus somebody who just feels at peace like they don't they don't stir up anything they're just present, yeah um and it's it's a game changer because, like I said, you stop um seeing everybody (laughs) that gives you attention as somebody who has intentions for you or good intentions for you. Um, And that's how you just move through life and, and, like, be okay with being sensitive. If you're a sensitive person, like, use that. I'm a very sensitive person. And I think that's why I don't entertain so many people because it's like I feel it. (laughs) <laughs> it is like it, it it helps to know early than later and I really try to do the work the first time so I don't have to do it twice and I've made mistakes and I don't want to say I made mistakes you know I, I went through my journey and I did the dance of being loyal to a fault like I've done it like I know what loyalty looks like. I know what unhealthy loyalty looks like. Okay? Um and I don't want to do that again. So now, early on, I I'm very aware, very cognizant, and I really embrace my sensitivity because it has helped me a ton. So when it comes to people, I do more of um being confident in that that little voice in my head that's like no or yes or hey this feels like home they feel like home see what that looks like or this person is just a pit stop right it's weird but it's 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 interesting and I will say this is like before you go out seeking your soulmate get in touch with your soul first So you know how you're set up and you know what it is that you're seeking. That's going to help you a ton. Set that up properly first. Like rewire that shit because you're going to keep meeting the same person in a different body. Um, Yeah. And I think like the whole twin flame thing, whatever the case may be, that just gives people an excuse to keep trying at an unhealthy relationship that is they shouldn't be attached to but they want and I'll leave you with this when it comes to wanting somebody back in your life you got to ask yourself how do I want them back in my life because if I if I'm asking to get them back and the relationship ended and I'm just simply wanting them back I'm going to get the same thing that ended and that's going to recreate the perpetual cycle of endings so be careful how you ask for things, and be careful how you set your intentions, because that will influence what you get and what you continuously endure. All right, um, that's it. I'm gonna talk about this more on the on the bonus kind because of, it's such a, a, a nuanced topic. And like I said, I don't talk about this often because I'm like I'm not a pro, but I know my shit. I think. <laughs> but yes, just set your intentions. All right, guys? Um, have an amazing week. Think about that this week. Think about what you were seeking in your soulmate. If you met your soulmate, what is it about them, etc. cetera. And uh, just sit on that. All right? Uh, take care of yourselves, all right? Take care of each other and take flight.